Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to week 47 of this year, 2022. Six weeks left till the end of the year. Wow. And Pam is going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, the 21st of November, after which I will be popping in for our 10-minute meditation. So the 21st of November, the 21st, 22nd, we are in the energy that's about dark and moon time. So here we are, Hecate, goddess, the midwife of birth and death. And so we're in, when we're in this energetic cycle that to me is about this incredibly powerful goddess energy. We are in this period that has to do working on understanding what it is that we have to complete before we enter the next lunar cycle and what it is that we are laying bare or releasing or in my favorite way of saying it is composting. So that we're in good position for where we're going forward as we enter the next lunar cycle. So this particular period, when the moon is in the sign of Libra on Monday the 21st, it goes void, of course, at 6.14 a.m. So that's pre-dawn. A lot of places where we are on the planet, certainly Eastern time which is what I speak about for these recordings. And then it enters the sign of Scorpio at 12.16 p.m. So the entire morning, the moon is void, of course. And when the moon is void, of course, in the sign of Libra, our best strategy is to think in terms of what can I do that keeps me in balance? In other words, What can I do that doesn't push me one way or the other? Because the sign of Libra is always working on achieving that absolute perfection of the seesaw, totally parallel to the earth. Hmm. Not easy to do, but that's what it works on. So when the moon is void, of course, That's what we aim for, because if we're leaning one direction or the other, we're in motion. And when the moon is void, of course, we're at our absolute best when we are expectant. 
listening, anticipating. We're not in a place of action. We're in a place of, well, silence. There can be a lot going on. We can be at a party. Um, it can be very busy at work. But basically, it's as though we're in this space and time when momentum is not active. We can think it is, but it's not. So this whole morning <laughs> with the moon in Libra, we are best served by clearing out our email cache, uh, finishing up anything that we don't want to bring with us into the next lunar cycle, shelving anything that we certainly aren't going to get to in the next few weeks, and getting ourselves ready for action. Because it's not happening right now, even though it may seem to be. It's not. Once the moon enters the sign of Scorpio at 12, 16 p.m., then we are moving. And the nice, really delicious thing about this moon in Scorpio is it moves towards the new moon that will happen in the sign of Sagittarius on Wednesday is that it mirrors beautifully the theme of finishing up and ending and getting ourselves ready for rebirth, for beginning again, because that's what new moons do. So when we think about the goddess Hecate, and I love to picture this goddess, those of you who've listened to me for years or a period of time know that I always get poetic or um, evocative when I think of her because I see this very strong female imagery with her legs spread, standing on the gates of birth and death. So what does that look like? Well. As I say it, you may have an image, you may not. I have a very strong image of what that looks like. Maybe one day I'll actually try to draw it or paint it, but it is it's a very powerful image to me. It's dark and light and depth and infinite and sky and earth and it is an archway that invites us in delivers us and accepts us back and there's a continuum to it and the energy is feminine because the feminine is the vessel, the deliverer, the midwife, 
very, very powerful. So at this time of year, especially with a relatively long void, which is on the 21st in the morning, and then the moon enters the sign of Scorpio, which has a very strong allegiance with birth and death, because Scorpio is all about transformation. We have a very fecund harmony with allowing in that composting that really happens so strongly this time of year in the Northern Hemisphere. And the sun enters Sagittarius on Tuesday, the 22nd, exactly at 3.20 a.m. And that moon in the sign of Scorpio is in lovely harmony with the planet Jupiter, which is still at the tail end of Pisces. This is an invitation when I look at actually Monday, the afternoon of the 21st, and then Tuesday, the 22nd. And the invitation is asking you, what is it you want to construct and make happen with this new moon as we enter, we're at the tail end of 2022, of course, and we're inviting in huge transformations and transitions with 2023 and 2024. Now, this is nothing to be afraid about, especially if you're regular listeners to Susie and me, because we are here to strive. That's why we come into the world. (laughs) We don't come into the world to simply be successful and build our nest eggs and feel comfortable. That's not why we incarnate. We come into the world to strive. We're here to push ourselves, to create. This is why we have a human experience. And it's not easy. No one said it was easy. If we're too comfortable, we're not doing the work. So on the 23rd of November, it's kind of a big deal (laughs) from my perspective because the new moon is in the sign of Sagittarius and it enters exactly at 5.57 p.m. So the moon in Scorpio goes void at 1.16 p.m. Productive morning. Once it's void, it's a couple hours, and then 3.16 p.m. it enters Sagittarius. And then, as I said, the new moon happens exactly at 5.57 p.m. The other big deal about this, from my perspective, is that Jupiter goes direct. It is going direct at 6.02 p.m., so shortly after that 
new moon. And so you have the momentum of the planet that is considered the ruler or in alignment with the sign of Sagittarius going direct as the new moon ignites. Now, this new moon is a bit at odds with expansion. And I think that partly why that symbolically is going on is because the energy is such, as I, as I look at the day after this, so the, the 24th, which is Thanksgiving in the United States, where it's kind of this like, whoa, full tilt boogie that really ages me by even saying that. But this, this like, let's let it all rip energy that comes through. And that's very exciting, but it needs to be tempered. There's a lot of humility that needs to come in with this sense of, let's do this, or I know that, or I feel like I have all the answers, or my my perspective on the world has all the answers. And I think that this hubris is part of what's really um, increased the suspicion that has erupted throughout the planet with people who are wary or suspicious of other people who really feel a sense of where the world or humanity could go. And the hubris comes in with an absolute lack of humility, compassion, or understanding for what it's like to be someone who maybe hasn't had the same advantages or perspective. It's really important to look at that. So part of what is interesting with this new moon energy coming in is that I think it's really asking for those of us who are privileged and have a perspective that feels more um, expansive, that allows us more freedom, where we actually have more wealth. And wealth is a funny thing because many people might say, oh, I'm not wealthy, or I don't have a lot, or I have to save, and I have to really watch my pennies. But do you have a toilet? Do you have running water? Is your home, do you have a home? <laughs> Are you able to feed yourself? I mean, there are so many pieces. Do you have a bed of wealth that separates a lot of people from people who don't have a bed, don't have running water, don't have a toilet, don't have 
food. Don't have three meals a day. <clears throat> so the United States Thanksgiving on the 24th is really an opportunity to look at widening perspective and not getting locked into or limited by a sense that we might know better. Because if we've never really lived in a limited capacity, then we don't really know dimensionally the entire human experience. <sighs> Jupiter, the planet that's considered the great benefic, can also be a very humbling teacher because as it shows us greater awareness, it can also show us the folly of what we think is our education or our better sensibility. So on Friday, the 25th, the moon goes for it, of course, at 2.22 p.m. And for some of us this morning, into early afternoon might be the really reckoning time of coming to terms with that sense of, oh, I think I know everything. Oh, maybe I don't. <laughs> and the beauty of maybe I don't is once we open up the doorway to maybe we don't know everything, then we're on the threshold of some really new wisdom and good stuff. So at 2.22 p.m., the moon goes forward, of course, on Friday the 25th. It enters Capricorn at 4.18 p.m. And what I love about this weekend, because it has that moon in Capricorn pretty much, well, pretty much through the whole weekend, uh, it does go void, of course, at 3.11 p.m. on Sunday and then enters Aquarius at 5.07 p.m. But this period of time, when I'm looking at late afternoon, Friday the 25th through Sunday, including that shift into the Aquarius moon, these are fabulous days for really taking off with that new moon, waxing moon energy. What is it you want to create? What is it you want to make happen? Who do you want to band together? What difference do you want to make in the world? What do you want to shake up and say, wow, it is so firm and such a solid platform this particular weekend. And some of you may be thinking, oh my God, that's the weekend after Thanksgiving. Nobody does anything. They just sort of sit around and eat leftovers. No. This actually can be a very dynamic weekend for putting things in place that are going to leverage and make a difference going forward as we gather momentum for the end of the year and enter 2023. Your choice, you can just sit around and eat leftovers, 
for you can vision new realities. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, I invite everyone to take a place where they can sit nice and still for just 10 little minutes where we can find composure, find grace. And if we can go really deep, find some peace and calm and some selflessness. So just take a few deeper breaths. Feel yourself arriving and being present. Just as we take a few deeper breaths, just be aware of your physical body, just releasing any tension, do a little shake, do a little constriction of the muscles and then deeply relax. Do the same with your mind. Do the same with your emotions. Just a little shake and then a little relax as we come into a place of peace and calm. And as we find that place within ourselves, just imagine or visualise or pray or wish or have the aspiration that all beings everywhere have this opportunity for 10 minutes now just to find a little bit of peace, a little bit of calmness in their day, a little bit of solitude away from the mad rush where we can all just sit taking again a few deeper breaths. And as we take a few more deeper breaths, recognising that we are now taking a moment to address our being, our health, our emotional health, our mental health and our spiritual health. And we work so hard for all of these outer parts of ourselves, the way that our hair looks, the way that our skin looks, the way that our body looks, the clothes we wear, the house we live in, the car we drive, the professions we have, all of that outer stuff. And let's just turn all that attention inwards now and see how much effort we can put into achieving happiness on a really deep inner mental level, deeper emotional level, deeper spiritual level. How can we create for ourselves this inner spiritual development and perhaps we can make a little commitment now to ourselves a little promise that as much as I work on these outer levels I will also work 
on these inner levels, developing happiness, developing peace within myself, developing neutrality, developing as much as I can compassion for all living beings. And we feel that peace within ourselves that we put forward a commitment that is selfless, that's not just about me and my things and my family and my job and my life and my survival, that we start to think about others and putting others even before ourselves, that we start to think about others in terms of the world at large, all of the plants, all of the animals, all of the earth formations. And just for a few moments, when we don't think of ourselves as the centre of our universe, when we become truly selfless, when that self-cherishing eases up, we notice that our suffering eases up. When we're not all concentrated on me and myself and this has to be like this and that has to be like that, when we're not all caught up in this is right and this is wrong, when we're not all caught up in what I need and what I want, we notice that our suffering can be lessened. Let's maybe contemplate that. How can I be more selfless, more thinking of others in the world around me than of myself? How can I be contributing more to help others than helping myself? A little exercise in selflessness. So as we take a deep breath and breathe in some nice, clean, fresh air and this quiet moment that we have to actually be meditating Let's wish that all beings everywhere, all sentient beings everywhere, have this moment of peace, have this moment of calm, have this moment of self-awareness to be able to breathe in fresh air, to have actually the space to sit quietly, and to actually have the ability to think of others. If we are here now, 
if we are working on ourselves, if we are doing meditation, we are in a very lucky place on this planet compared to so many other beings. So let's share this goodness. Let's share this benefit with all beings everywhere. As we gently take a few deeper breaths, sending this peace, sending this calm, sending this fresh air to all beings everywhere. And as we take a few more simple, gentle breaths, allowing ourselves to share more of this moment. May all beings know this peace. May all beings have this freedom. May everyone have this. Gracefully, gently, as we're breathing in and breathing out, we think of all sentient beings everywhere. There is no limit. They are countless, just as space is limitless. For all these beings now, we breathe in and breathe out this fresh air, this gentle peace, this gentle awareness. And we see ourselves too now. No matter what our condition, no matter what the situation, no matter what environment we're in, no matter what circumstances we're going through, allowing ourselves to visualise, to be, to feel, to experience peace and calm. Peace and calm. And with that peace and calm, happiness, compassion, loving kindness, released from all suffering, and in a state of happiness that is coming not from any external circumstance, not from the condition that I'm in or the situation that I am in, but from within, 
happiness from within. Gently opening our eyes, taking a few big, nice stretches and opening up the heart even more. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Pam. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.